Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. You know, before we begin, I just can we just honor Pastors Jurgen and Leanne Matesius? I just love them so much. Oh my gosh. Amazing people, amazing leaders. Incredible. Pastors Mike and Katie, I just love you guys. You guys are perfect for our campus. Just exactly what we need. I just love that. And I've had the privilege of working with Pastor Stacy Capaldi. And I've seen her operating in her element, and she is something else. It's like, like wisdom, like 10x wisdom and understanding. Love Pastor Stacy and everybody. And Rudy, Pastor Rudy for reminding me about preaching. Come on, Pastor Rudy. And Pastor Gladys. Hey, um, you know, I was a few, a little while ago, I was... Um, I had a disagreement with a friend. Can we be real tonight? I had a disagreement with a friend, and um, I don't know if you ever had a disagreement with someone, maybe with your spouse or with a child or you know, with a friend. And 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 when you have a disagreement, like a, a serious disagreement, not like like you see things different, you know, like all of a sudden that causes you to put walls up. I don't know if you've ever been there before. Maybe it's just me. Okay. So I had a disagreement with a friend and. And all of a sudden, we just saw, we saw it, things differently. So I just decided to go my own way and walls went up. And, and then uh, uh, my friend wanting to restore the friendship, the other, another friend, he said, hey, why don't we get together, the three of us? And uh, we get together and, and we begin to talk. And I went into the conversation thinking, I felt the Holy Spirit say, hey, I want you to listen. Okay, just listen, understand, put yourself in his shoes. I said, all right, Holy Spirit, let's go do this. So I sat down and, and I began to listen. And, uh, and after a little while, I just saw how I could really understand. Like I really tried to listen. You know, God is really working in my listening skills. But this time I really tried to listen. And I'm like, huh, I see what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying. I'm understanding. And then something hit me. My other friend brings the word of God and, and, re, and, and, and helped me see how I was wrong. Now everything in me wanted to fight. I don't know if you've ever been there before. Come on. Especially wives. Come on. Husbands, you know how the wives are? You know you're right, husbands. Oscar, aren't we always right? We're always right. So everything in me wanted to fight and defend myself. Have you ever tried to defend yourself before? But I feel the Holy Spirit just be quiet and listen, understand. And my other friend brings the word of God and saw how I saw how I was wrong. And I said, hey, I want you to know something. You're right and I was wrong. I said, if I could go back, I would have handled this differently. Will you forgive me? And I instantly saw the walls come down 
Just like the walls of Jericho came down when, when the people of God obeyed the word of the Lord and shouted, acting in obedience, the walls came down. I saw the same walls come down. I saw a heart connection again. I felt the connection again. I felt the connection. And we went on to something else about the conversation. It was my time to, to express how I felt and how I, my, my real feelings. And I said, wait a second. I want you to know you're right and I was wrong. And I wish I would have handled this differently. And I saw instant tears and the walls came down and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, the enemy has no tactics against humility. No tactics against humility. You humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to talk to some people that are wanting the power of God on their lives. And I wonder if there's some of us that are just walking in pride, in a spirit of pride, and we can't see the power of God in our lives. I'm just trying to preach to some people tonight. I saw the walls come down. The Holy Spirit said the enemy has no tactics against humility. No tactics. Because when you walk in humility, you put on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and Jesus is the definition of humility, the epitome of humility. And when you walk in, when you tapped into humility, you put on Jesus, you put on the light of the world, and the, the enemy has no tactics. Darkness cannot touch the light. It can be so dark in this room, but if we flip on the lid, if we, if we turn on the switch, if we turn the light on, darkness cannot coexist with the light. So I saw how by the grace of God, I put on the light and, and, and darkness just fled. It was amazing. It's amazing, and, and you know, if I'm honest, 2022 was a year of transformation for me. A lot of shaping and molding. It's like, God, are you done? Like, it hurts. It's been about 10 years since, since I launched my, my main business. And, 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 I, and I, I know the Holy Spirit is wanting to reconfigure how I see the world, how I operate, because I, I know I can't take my, my old software into the next 10 years. You know how your iPhone is always asking for an update? I don't know if you're like my wife that never updates her iPhone. You know, I always see how she can't, she can't see the same notes because she hasn't updated her software. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't update my software. I need God to renew my mind and to reshift me, rechange me, reshape me. Listen, you and I cannot go where God is wanting to take us if we stay with our old software. You can't turn on an iPhone 2 and expect it to operate the same way that our iPhones 14 operate right now. And if you bring, if you bring your old self, your old wineskins, how you used to see the world, how you used to think, and how you used to talk, and how you used to be into where God is wanting you to take you, you're going to be hitting a wall every single time because God is wanting to reconfigure, come on somebody, and shape who you are and change you because He's always thinking about your future. He's wanting to exalt you, promote you. He's got our best interest in mind. And I said, wow. He, he's, God has taken me to school when it comes to humility. What's your understanding of humility? What does humility look like? I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting to change how we operate. 
how we operate. In fact, can we close our eyes for a second? Just close your eyes for a moment. I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you right now and bring conviction. Listen, conviction is really good. It's not condemnation. Conviction leads to change. And I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting to show you right now how you operate, how you operate with God. And I believe so, so clearly the Holy Spirit is going to bring to mind right now areas of your life where you're, you've been flirting with the spirit of pride and you have failed to humble yourself. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's with your children. I, the Holy Spirit has been convicting me. I, I've been so prideful with my children and not a good listener. I said, Holy Spirit, change me. I hate that. I don't want to be like that. What about you? Come on, allow him to shape you right now and shift you. I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting to bring a picture right now, how you operate. Maybe it's your coworkers. Maybe it's how you operate in business and you have failed to humble yourself. Maybe it's how you operate at church or with your friendships, relationships, and pride has kept you from connection. And the Holy Spirit is always after connection. He wants to connect with you. He wants you to connect heart to heart with people. And I wanna challenge you tonight to give yourself a chance to humble yourself, to ask God for forgiveness. I wanna challenge you to reach out to those that maybe you have a, a bit of a disagreement like, like the one I had. And it's okay to ask for forgiveness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, I just ask you to move right now. Holy Spirit, begin to move in our minds, our thoughts, our hearts. Reveal to us the change that you're wanting to bring. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Why, you know, we're in vision month. Why are we talking about humility? You can have all the vision in the world that you want. But if you don't have humility with your vision, you'll be building the wrong thing. Remember what happened to Genesis 11, that people are building the Tower of Babel. They said they had a great vision. They said, let's build a city for ourselves and a tower that reaches to the, to the heavens in a name for ourselves. And the Bible says that God came and confused their language because what they were, even though they had vision, they were building the wrong thing. Then Genesis chapter 12, right after God meets Abram, he says, get out of your, your country from your father's house to a land that I will show you, and I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will make, I will make you a great nation. You can have vision with no humility, or you can have vision with humility. You can allow God to make you great. God to make your name great. God to turn you into a great nation. God is not, God is not, is not uh, um, opposed to you being great and, and your name being great, but it's the motive. How's the heart? And I believe the Holy Spirit, you know, I'm like, God, what do you want to say to your people tonight? Like, I want a message that's going to inspire people and and help them fight and fill them up with faith. And the Holy Spirit said they need humility. If you want to go to the next level, you can't go to the next level without humility. The Bible says that God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. You can have all the vision you want. Man, you can have 10 vision cards that you filled out on Sunday. 
But if you don't know how to operate in humility, I'm sorry to tell you, you're going nowhere. I'm going nowhere if I'm not willing to change. I've been a Christian for 17 years and I feel like a baby Christian right now. I'm like, God, how, like the, the things he's showing me and how wrong I am in a lot of ways and how I see the world. I'm like, what the flip? And the Holy Spirit saying, I'm wanting to, I'm just reconfiguring you. I'm changing you. I'm shaping you. I'm molding you. Are you willing to be reconfigured? Or are you wanting to stay where you are? It's up to us. Oh man, you don't understand. I've been a Christian for 40 years. I've been a Christian for 30 years. I've seen it before. I know how it works, man. I know the word. I know it really well. I've read the Bible 15 times. Man, I could come and teach you how to be a pastor. I can teach you how to do things. Man, you do it so wrong. You should do this. You should do that. that that's just the spirit of pride. If you have that attitude when you come to church, how can the Holy Spirit work with you? Is that all right? Can we just get real tonight? No, you want to come to the altar and God, change me. God, shape me, mold me, change me, transform me. I'm a willing vessel. Here I am. I say yes to you, God. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2. It's such a powerful scripture. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. It reads, this is Paul speaking. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This is such a powerful statement. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If you've ever wondered how, how does God think? How does Jesus think? How does Jesus see the world? What's the mindset of Jesus? It's right here. He says, let this mind, this mindset, this thinking, this way of seeing the world, how he processed, be in you also. I was reading that, I'm like, God, this really got my attention. I have to be thinking this way. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. He emptied himself, other translations say taking the form of a bondservant or a slave and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself. Everybody say humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has also, also has highly exalted him. God has also highly exalted him. God has exalted him. God has exalted him. God has exalted him. H have you ever given yourself permission to be exalted? God has exalted him. God has exalted him. The, the title of my message is, He Will Exalt You. Everybody say, He Will Exalt You. He Will Exalt You. God has exalted him and given him the name which, was, which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God 
the Father. I wanna give you a few more scriptures so we understand the context of humility. In fact, I'm gonna read Philippians 2, 8 and 9 and the Amplified. It says, after he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man, this is about Jesus, for a divinely appointed time, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death, even the death on a cross. For this reason also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. First Peter 5, 5 and 6. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Everybody say clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. James 4 and 5, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Colossians 3, 12, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Am I driving the point about humility? Psalm 147, verse 6, The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Proverbs 15, 33, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility. Proverbs 18, 2, before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty or arrogant or prideful and before honor is humility. Proverbs 22, 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Humility. Humility is one of the secrets of the kingdom. But are we walking in them? And what is humility? What's humility? You know that Moses, Moses said that he was, he was the most humble man in all the earth. He wrote it about himself. He's like, how can he be humble by himself saying that he's so humble? the most humble man in all the earth. Humility, there's two aspects of humility. One is knowing who you are. That is humility. Jesus in his time, he is the epitome of humility. And he said, they asked him, are you the son of God? He said, I am the son of God. To the eyes of the world, they would have said, man, how arrogant. But if I were to ask you, was Jesus prideful? No, the epitome of humility. Humility is knowing who you are. Do you know who you are? You can't fulfill the assignment of God if you don't know who you are. Who are you? What has God spoken to you? John the Baptist, when they asked him, hey, are you the Messiah? He said, I'm not the Messiah. I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. He knew who he was. And he found who he was in the Word of God. Do you know who you are? Gosh, Pastor Mark, who am I? That's a great question. I guess I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a man. No, no, no. Who are you in the Word of God? What does God say about you? Who, who, how has God equipped you? What is, what is your, what's available to you? 
Man, when I, when I begin to think of who am I, I'm like, God, who am I? I felt the Holy Spirit saying, repeat this. I'm gifted. I'm anointed. I'm blessed. I'm prosperous. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I'm more than a conqueror through Him who loved me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed. I'm prosperous. I'm anointed. I have the grace of God in my life. I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. That's the power of God in my life. Who are you? And do you know who you are? Come on, stand up on your feet. Repeat after me. I'm blessed. Come on, I'm gifted. I'm anointed. I'm strong in the power of His might. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Say it after me. I'm blessed. I'm anointed. Come on, I'm blessed. I'm anointed. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? That's the power of Jesus. Come on, be seated. It's just, is knowing humility is knowing, one aspect of humility is knowing who you are. Who you are. And the devil, the devil, that's why the devil tries to come after your identity and confuse who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, you can't know your assignment. Look at Philippians chapter 2. It says that, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation why would he do that he said taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death why would he do that why would he go through so much struggle and suffering and pain why would he put himself there because he knew who he was he, he was hundred percent convinced convinced he had the conviction of the Holy Spirit within him that he was the Son of God and he had to step into that assignment do you know who you are because he knew who he was he put himself there listen you can't know your assignment if you don't know who you are but when you know who you are under the Word of God you can step with confidence into your assignment what is your assignment Jesus was, he humbled himself because he knew who he was and he, he, took, he took on the, the, the form of a bondservant and he humbled himself to, to the point of death. He said, the Bible says that he became obedient to the point of death. Humility is obedience. It's obedience, it's the other aspect of humility. Obedience, it's obeying the word of God and there's something powerful about obedience. Obedience unlocks the blessing. When you walk in obedience, not knowing what's ahead of you, but you just step out in faith, it unlocks the blessing. Remember what happened to Abraham? Abraham's just about to sacrifice his son Isaac and the angel of the Lord stops him and said, stop. He said, now because you've obeyed my voice in blessing, I'll bless you and in multiplying, I'll multiply you. The power of obedience. Let me give you a few practicals of humility.
Humility with God. Humility is having a soft heart towards God. Humility is obeying His Word. Humility is obeying even when it hurts. Humility is trusting in God. Humility is knowing who you are in Him. Now humility in your marriage. Humility is listening, husbands. Humility is listening. How many are always trying to fix the problem, husbands? And my wife is like, stop. Can you just listen? <laughs> Pastor Gladys said amen. Can you just listen? Don't try to fix my problem. I'm just verbally processing right now. You know, it's been 20 years of knowing my wife and I forget sometimes that she's just verbally processing. And I try to fix the problem. Humility is listening. Humility is being open to being wrong. Humility is caring about connecting more than being right. Humility is seeing through the eyes of Christ and overlooking transgressions. Even when you know your spouse is wrong, humility is overlooking a transgression. In fact, the Bible says that's the glory of God to oversee, overlook a transgression. You tap into a new level of maturity when you can overlook a transgression. I'm growing in that. Humility is putting your spouse's interest before your, your own. I think Pastor Rudy is great at that. And my wife is always comparing me to Pastor Rudy. True story. Do you think, do you think Rudy would do this to Gladys? Would he talk to Gladys like that? I said, how do you know? You're not always with them? True story. That's why I'm always trying to play golf with Pastor Rudy, so he can rub on me, you know, be kind, patient, so loving. Humility in your relationships and church friends and church friendships and work. Humility is esteeming others better than yourself. Humility is being open to others' thoughts and opinions. Be open. Listen. Understand. It's not just, you know, your own world and the world revolving around you. No, listen. Humility is being a good listener. Humility is strength under control. The world would try to tell you that humility is weakness. But humility is meekness. It's strength under control. That is humility. When you snap and try to get all, you know, tough on people and, oh, I'm going I'm to give them a piece of my mind. When you try to do that, we, we, we just, when we try to do that, we just show how immature we are. Giving someone the piece, a piece of your mind is, 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 not, is not what God wants. No, humility is meekness. It's listen, it's understand, self-control. I just feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting to mature us as a church because he's trying to prepare us for where we're going. Imagine when our building is done. Come on, somebody. We're gonna double, we're gonna triple. We're gonna be discipling people. Come on, we're gonna bring people from all over the South region of San Diego, San Isidro, National City. Come into the house of God. Who's gonna disciple them? You and I. We're gonna teach them about honor, about humility, about self-control, about kindness. Come into the church and learn the ways of the kingdom. That's where we're heading.
That's why God is wanting to just reshape us and reconfigure us. I'm like, God, are you done? It hurts. You know that humility can lead you to pain? Can we go there for a sec? The Bible says that Jesus became a bondservant, obedient even to the point of death. Humility will lead you to your assignment. Your assignment can oftentimes lead you to pain. Oh, but it hurts so bad. This can't be God. Give you the pain that nobody can, nobody can fix. Have you ever had pain in your life before? Have you ever felt pain before? Jesus humbled himself, knew who he was, stepped into the assignment, and the assignment led him to obedience to the point of death. Point of death. A lot of us don't are, are, want to stay too comfortable and don't want to stretch. Oh, I, I, it's, it's just my life. My life is right here. And this is my time. It's my time. And, and we don't see it, but we, we operate under a spirit of control because we're afraid. Spirit of fear leads to control. So we're afraid. And, and I'm just, this is my life. I can't. They want me to go to the conferences and they want me to go to, 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 go to the connect group and they want me to go to DNA and they want me to go and, and open my house for a connect group and disciple people. Who has time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. I, I just, this is, this is my little, this is, so, so, so I, instead I'm, I'm going to choose to stay out of the assignment, the assignment, the assignment that God has for me, that God has for me. I'm just staying out of the assignment. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start playing worship a little bit. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> but it's right here, right here. The assignment, I'm, I'm just afraid, so I'm gonna stay comfortable. I'm gonna stay comfortable. I just let let the people over there in the front just do the thing. Just I'll stay right here. Just right here. Stay right here. You want me to go Wednesday nights too? That's too much. It's too much. Too much, too much. Honey, what's a ministry that requires the least amount of time? <laughs> Can we sign up for that? I got I, I gotta watch the I gotta watch the chargers at, at 125. Listen, you come to the 11, service is done at 1230. Okay. If I'm preaching maybe a little longer, it's okay though. You get to go home and watch the chargers. But the assignment can oftentimes lead you to pain. But pain, listen, pain is just an indicator that exaltation is coming. Exaltation is coming. The Bible says, come on somebody, the Bible says, therefore God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every other name. Obedience, the assignment, pain, but the exaltation is coming. Listen, promotion is coming. Blessing is coming. Anointing is coming. Prosperity is coming. If you're willing to receive it, come on somebody, say amen. Listen, if you're going through pain, I'm going through pain right now. I'm telling you, I'm like, God, are you done? My friend Louise, he's a prophet and he's always telling me dreams that he's had. And as he told me that I was going to go through it. I said, bro, are we done? He's like, no, just wait a little longer. He said, but you have, he said, you have no idea what's coming. 
no idea what's coming. Joseph, Joseph, this is what I'm trying to say. You gotta give yourself permission to be exalted. A lot of us are just holding back so bad because we're afraid. We're afraid for the promotion. We're afraid of the exaltation. We're afraid of the blessing. And we just want to play it safe all the time. Listen, that's not Awakened Church. Awakened Church finds the gold inside of you and pulls it out. He said, I see a preacher. I see an anointed man of God. I see a singer. I see a discipler. Come on, I see a businessman. I see a businesswoman. Awakened Church, you come here, man. It, it just comes out. Joseph, this is what's so interesting, that as you, as you humble yourself and you step into the assignment, you become obedient to God, the Holy Spirit will give you a window of opportunity and will open a door, but He won't walk through that door for you. If you look at the life of Joseph, the deeper he got into pain, the closer he got to his destiny. The deeper the pain got, the closer he got to his exaltation, to his promotion, to his destiny. The word of the Lord tonight is, stay in it, stay in it, even if it hurts, stay in it. And the more, the more it hurts, the deeper the pain, the closer to your destiny and your exaltation. Oh, he humbled himself under the mighty hand of God. And God said, come up, come up here, come up here. Can you imagine a church full of people that walked in humility? Humility is saying yes to God. God, I'm open to be reconfigured. I'm open for you to shape me and mold me. I'm open. I'm open, I'm open. I say yes to you. I'm open to my pastors and my leaders and my friends to speak into my life. Listen, I never want to be the guy that it's so unapproachable that my friends can't come to me and tell me the blind spots. I know so many people that choose not to listen to their friends. Listen, you can't see blind spots. They're, they're blind to you. That's why they're called blind spots. Because you can't see them. But man, I want to be the guy that is like open. I don't want blind spots in my life. I can't get to where God is calling me. If I just stay with my ceilings and my blind spots, I want to stay prideful. I never want to grow. I want to think like my dad thought. I want to think like my mom thought. Listen, I love my parents, but God has wanted me to pull me out of that. I don't want to be the guy that stays how I was in high school and in college and one of my first few years of marriage when I was a baby boy in business. I don't want to stay like that. I want, I want, I want to grow. I want God to show me and reveal to me. Listen, we want to be a people that are, that are open and listen to, to for feedback. Tell me, I don't care how old you are. Listen, you can be the youngest or the oldest in the room. You're going to have some blind spots. I want to I be moldable. God, shape me and mold me. I say yes to you. I humble myself. Can you imagine your vision card just full of the aroma of humility? Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Can we stand on our feet real quick as we close tonight? I just feel like God is wanting to do some business with us tonight. If you're here tonight and you feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting to reshape you and mold you, I just want you to come to the front because I want to pray for you.
And the Holy Spirit, as we were talking, you saw that there were some areas in your life that needed to be reconfigured in how you operate. I just want you to come to the front if that's you. If we can have our singers come up, we're gonna go back to some worship. We're gonna do some business with God tonight because we can't stay the same. I don't wanna stay the same. You don't wanna stay the same. The promised land is just ahead of us. And our vision card is gonna be full of humility. We're gonna learn how to operate. And listen, let me say this. It's okay to admit you're wrong. It's okay. It actually feels so good. You're right. I'm wrong. It feels so good. And the enemy has nothing against that. Nothing. Nothing. Some of you are about to go home tonight, and for the first time, you'll ask your spouse for forgiveness. And I want to encourage you, I can see it. Some tears are going to come out. Healing is going to happen. Restoration is going to happen. And I can see it. I can see it. Holy Spirit, come and touch us right now. Holy Spirit, fill us up, fill our hearts, our minds, help us see and understand. Make, help us understand and see how real you are. That you would bring to remembrance areas of our lives where we've chosen to be prideful. And I see the Holy Spirit wanting to refine us and to strip away all pride, all pride. All pride away from us. I see chains around you, like, uh, and I see pride, chains of pride around you. But as we humble ourselves tonight, watch the Holy Spirit break those chains. You're going to feel freer. You're going to feel looser. Watch. Some of you, you're not even going to recognize yourself. Like, sometimes I'm like, God, I can't believe I'm like that. I hate it, and I love myself, believe me. But the Holy Spirit begins to show me how, how wrong I think sometimes and how I see the world. Watch the Holy Spirit touch you right now. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.